It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Giles Corrin Has No Idea. It's called this not because I literally know nothing, but because it's all about the moment in the week when I have to sit down and write my column but have absolutely no idea what to write it about. Which is where my wife Esther comes in, who, having read all the papers whilst I take the kids to school, always has half a dozen ideas picked out for me when I get back to be discussed at the kitchen table over a nice cup of coffee. Well, the main problem I think we have this morning is that we had an actual row. I'm glad that makes you laugh, because I, I really am, because basically the key thing about this podcast is you laughing and giggling and being all happy. And we like, seriously, we had, we had an, uh, I'm telling you, Ben, we did, we had a row since this morning. I don't know why. I don't know why the third episode of our world beating podcast looming at the record at 10 o'clock in the morning should have made us stressed or something. Um, I believe it was my wife's fault. <laughs> I believe that, yeah. Um, the right. angle grinder that you can do in the background is not annoying me at all. Yeah, so we had an actual row. So whether or not, suddenly I'll discover whether she really thinks I'm funny or not, or and vice versa, because mostly we just laugh at each other's stuff. But if we're having a row, then it won't work. How are you feeling, darling? I feel fine. You don't think I should admit publicly that we have actual rows? I think you should go boil your head, darling. That's what yes, I fine. think. Shall we talk about racism? Uh, So much race stuff in the papers this week uh, with uh, Donald Trump telling... uh, The squad, the four non-white American politicians. uh, Are they all senators? Or or are they congresswomen? We'd have to, you see, then we'd have to know all about American politics. But they're well-important elected representatives. And uh, three of them were born in America and one of them came as a refugee from Somalia when she was 10. And he said, if they don't like it, they can go back home. I suddenly was about to start doing a Trump impression and everyone can do them in the whole world. Except us. Except us. (laughs) But yeah. So yeah, obviously that's sick and disgusting. And is that racist language? Um, But there's also, there's also been other stuff, which is not, which has sort of uh, energised the race debate rather than being actually racism per se, which is that we've now got the the remaking the Disney film, The Little Mermaid, I think it's live action, and The New Little Mermaid, it's going to be black. Okay, and so here, I saw there's an online forums, angry, angry kind of, I guess, white supremacists, but they probably don't think they are, just just kind of right-wing, quiet little people in their bedrooms complaining about the, the Black Mermaid saying, actually, I think you'll find that the human and the mermaid um, uh, evolutionary branch split 70 million years ago, <laughs> before there were black people. <laughs> no, 
were heights. Mm. There were there were no people. Yes. Uh, and there were no fucking mermaids. But it's it, it's just so it, isn't it? It's, it's when it gets identified as supreme wokeism to make a black mermaid as mm. like a, a gesture or, or to cast as we've had this week to cast Dev Patel in uh, David Copperfield. Um, you know, oh, isn't it a bit oversensitive? And aren't they trying too hard? But no, because the leader of the free world says things like, go back where you came from. If you don't yeah. like, you can go back home. What do you say to Dev Patel, the Asian David Copperfield? Where does he go back to? It's like, I think there's a, you know, uh, I, was, I read Our Mutual Friend not that long ago. And I, I when we were in India, yeah. and I remember reading this thing about people who live on the dust heaps, which don't exist anymore. You don't have public rubbish dumps in this country. No. People who made a living on the dust heaps rose to, to high office, but the society was against them and they were grounded mm. to the, you know, they couldn't really imagine. Then you're in India where people, there are a lot of mm. the, the the least fortunate members of society do live on, on, on rubbish heaps and do scavenge from there. My word, our mutual friend, it is relevant in, in Mumbai in a way that it isn't in England yes. anymore. Set it there. The Gurinder Chadha, lovely Gurinder Chadha. I made that TV show about Jane Austen. Yes. Uh, and Gurinder Chadha yeah. made Bride and Prejudice. I mean, a, 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 a pretty rubbish pun, although she's a wonderful writer, uh, but where the whole thing was set in India yes. because she could only, she was saying, look, this whole nonsense about weddings and who we're going to get mm. married to and do you marry for love or do you marry for money or do you marry for status, this seems to be a more relevant thing in India yeah. than it is in England. And I went and met, well, like India or Pakistan, and I went and met the, uh, the Jane Austen Society of Lahore. Yes. Uh, and it was yes, it was a society. Or was it Garachi? It was anyway. It was, it was a society, not a book group. They were literally a, the Jane Austen Society. They're literally the society, and they and and these women who were yeah, they were very literate, upper middle class, educated women were, were saying. The particular woman said, "For me, growing up, uh, Pride and Prejudice was not a was not a a, a, a novel. It was it was a guidebook. Mm. It was literally it was this is what my life was 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 like. So therefore, but so do you need to make Pride and Prejudice?" where everyone in it is Asian. Or can you just say, here's Pride and Prejudice, interpret it how you want. Yes, exactly. Like David like David Copperfield. I mean, so what other... What, what's how is this a column, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, you, so how would you... I suppose it's not hilarious, but it's like, what would you? What, who would you put into play nowadays, Oliver Twist? Because it's not... It's not, oh, it's not some, some Sam. It's not, it's not Mark, Sam. It's it? not no. Mark Lester. It's no, not some no, little no, white no. boy with a ruby... There. No, with a blonde uh, haircut. And Fagin, sure as hell, isn't some scary old Jew... Do you know an interesting thing about the Fagin and Oliver Twist? Okay, if you read Oliver Twist, you will find Fagin referred to in the first 16 chapters as the Jew. And he goes, the Jew came in, the Jew grabbed him, the Jew shouted, the Jew said. And, the, and Oliver, Oliver Twist was obviously famously published in instalments. And by about instalment 15, Dickens got a letter from an American benefactress who was Jewish and who, who one, one, of, one of his benefactors who, who sort of paid to help him get along in life. And she wrote to him and said, look, constantly calling him the Jew, the Jew, the Jew yeah. is a bit upsetting to yeah. us Jews who, who in America are quite a big deal, even if they're not in England. And Dickens wrote back and said, I'm so, so sorry, I won't do it again. Yeah. And the word Jew disappears just like that from that Oliver really Twist. And they haven't re-edited it. And if you read Oliver Twist, you will just see the Jew, the Jew, the Jew, the Jew, and suddenly Fagin. And suddenly the fact that he's a Jew and the Jew stereotype disappears within the course of the actual book. That is an interesting historical fact. Thank yes, you for that. you're welcome. Um, what else can we do? Um, well, we could do. We could move from uh, race and identity to Kate Winslet. Who do you think you are, or is that now? Kate boring? Winslet. No, I don't think it's boring. Okay, Why is good. it boring? No, I don't know. I've tried to write the letters. Who do you think you are? I tried to write down to abbreviate it to W D T, and then I couldn't spell it anymore. Who do you think you are? Why W T D Y A? As I think it's Kate called. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet has gone on there and said she'd be disgusted mm. if she discovered she'd come from money. That was. That's really made everyone. 
everyone really quite angry. The, the idea that you have to be you're so pleased with how poor you are, which is what actors yeah. are always trying to do, that she said she was disgusted to learn she came from money. Now, if we did... She uh, would be disgusted to learn if she had come from money, but she was relieved that she did not and that all her ancestors were Whereas, poor. for example, my brother-in-law, Alexander Armstrong, who I love dearly, was dis- delighted to discover that he was descended from the Duke of Buccleuch and <laughs> threw him to Edward III and finally to William the Conqueror. This was marvellous news for Zander. It showed how poor she was. Mm. And then Danny Dyer was as well. And then Danny Dyer is basically member of the royal family yeah. and was really really pleased not even remotely disgusted not remotely disgusted over the fucking moon he was to discover so that he came happy. from money and so Kate Winslet okay so she's disgu- she would have been Dis- disgusted. disgusted that's quite a that, very I, strong I, word when I read it? the sentence I would have been disgusted to learn that I came from and I thought well you're very woke slave owners yeah fair enough she's disgusted not because she's descended from slave owners not because she's descended from Nazis not because she's descended from because she's descended from money supposing you went on have I got whatever it's called? What have, have I got? What do you, what do you have think, I got DNA? What do you, you? think you am? Uh, if you went on this show and we yeah. discovered you came from money, we go and find it. We go and find whoever it yes. was. Well, no. Do you know what I did? My, go on. Who have I got? No, what? I didn't go on. Who have I got DNA for you? Yeah. I uh, my something like great great great. But they, they were just something. Welsh. No, on the Chicken. other side, on my dad's oh, right. side, they were they were from kind of a Midlands, I think, textile factory owners. Someone really, owners, someone really I'm bad, like that. Yeah, no, really bad, really bad. And the, and where's and the, the fucking sur- money gone? Well, the, uh, let me they tell haven't you. even got a jumper. No, now. let me tell you. Let me tell you. The 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 surname was Wrangle, okay, and the. The gra- yeah, so the, the, the matriarch died with all this money and she um, wanted the money to be dispersed equally between all of her grandchildren. And the case, so it was a chancery case. And they spent so long trying to track down all her descendants. Jarvis yes. and Jarvis. It is. It is the basis for the case of Jarvis and Jarvis. Well, actually, actually you're actually descended my, from... Uh, yes. So you're, but unfortunately, you're not descended from any money. You're descended from it's no money. It's all gone. I'm descended from a very complicated chancery case. I am also... Wait, can we get money for Bleak House? It and is, what's, what do you, how come is your name Walker when it was Wrangle? Because it's the, it was my, hang on, let me get this right. It was my grandmother's side of the family. So my grandmother married a Walker, but her maiden name was Wrangle. Not Wrangler. Not Wrangler like the G. So our son, no, who we called Samuel Henry Walker Corrin, yes. would be called Samuel Henry Wrangle Corrin. Wrangle, yeah, exactly. It could be hyphenated to Wrangle Corrin. My mother is also related to, um, not, I think it's Billy the Kid. <laughs> But all his money stolen. Rubbish. But my mum. I love your mum. I know. But she's her stories about her. But fucking Billy the kid. Did he have children? He was uh, a kid. No, wait. Was it Billy the kid or was it someone else? It was one. Jesse James. Jesse James. Rubbish. No. Shut up. (laughs) Buffalo Bill. The Lone no, Ranger, Batman. What do you mean, Jesse James? Jesse James. Was he Welsh by any chance? Yes. Oh, I see. And they're all And was to he each a other. drover in Cardiganshire? Well, he went to America before. Was it basically? You... <clears throat> was that originally the story behind the Lone Ranger? Can what, we get Jesse money is? from Johnny Depp for that? But I listen. We can ha- we can give it a go. But you know what my mother's like. She is beside herself with delight because I've got this blood type. My blood type is B negative, and that is. Is most... that why you always have to be negative? Well, I, I wonder sometimes if it has affected my personality. And people way. might think I scripted that joke, but I just thought of it. Did you? Yeah. Yes, it's a very obvious joke about my blood type. But thanks. Oh, but thanks for yeah. coming along. Um, and my blood type is B negative. It's really really rare. And obviously, my mother, who I love dearly and is brilliant, she thinks anything that's rare is a good thing. No, <laughs> mummy. If you have a rare blood type, it means if you're hit by a car, you're toast because there's right. no spare blood and you can't have anyone else. I think you have owner. Anyway, anyway, I've got this rare blood type that is mostly found in the state of Gujarat, which is a, an area of India. Mm-hmm. And my mother, for some reason, is absolutely 
delighted by this. And she said, well, it explains everything. It explains your, I mean, like what? Your freckles and your red hair. Freckles and your red hair and my brown eye. I mean, I don't get it. But in my, my mum, she, I think you get to a certain age but and you become obsessed. But then your mum wanted to be from Gujarat is the same thing as Kate Winslet wanted to be a Swedish peasant. Uh, the main yeah. thing you can turn out to be if you're some privileged white dick is that there's a, you, there was someone black five, 1,500 generations ago. My because mom's not, yeah, my mum's not, well, my mum is privileged, but she's not a dick. No. I didn't mean that. Obviously, that's going to be... That's, Did I mean, you just I mean, call my mum a dick? Winslet is a dick. Did you just every call my mum a dick? Every time you say my mum, comma, who I love, every time. No, no. I didn't mean that. No, not at all. I think you just called my mum I didn't, didn't at all. I, just, I so wouldn't. But if I went on... Yeah. Why, well, who do you think you are? And they did inquire once when I was famous years be, ago. It would be a sad story, wouldn't it? Well, this is a sad story, but it'd be really boring because uh, yeah, I wouldn't be disgusted to find out I come from money because my family on one side are Polish Jews who left in 1903 because they were chased at the point of pitchforks by Cossacks. Uh, and in, then the one they left Slovakia in 1939 because the Nazis came. So for me, and like I am a child of privilege and I am posh and I went to a public school and I'll probably be prime minister one day and everyone thinks I'm a massive wanker because of that. <laughs> for me to sit here and read Kate fucking Winslet going, oh, I'd be disgusted if I came from money. Yeah. Um, to think you're fucking lucky you've descended yeah. from people who weren't just wiped out on both sides. Mm. Don't say anything. That's, a, that's the way to end. <laughs> 
lifestyles. Is it enough? You're asking me that as if you're an interviewer from the finance, well, they wouldn't be, like from a, who's come from a, you know exactly how much sleep I get, because I sleep and I snore and it keeps you awake and you bitch about <laughs> it, and I wake up in the morning and you're the not there, and I think, what did I do? Has she gone out drinking? Is, did one of my children uh, uh, die in the night, or, or, or has she gone upstairs by pretending I was snoring, or gaslighting, as um, I believe it's known, making a man think that he snores when he doesn't? which was the basis of our row this morning, which it is was. why Giles brought it up. No, I'm bringing up sleep because the government issued guidelines along with guidelines about how you shouldn't take drugs and how much alcohol you should drink and some other stuff that's not interesting about how much sleep you should get. Well, they're planning they to, aren't they? They're planning to, to issue a directive. Okay. And it says you ought to get seven hours sleep and light and any less... But this is, this is absolutely brilliant because I'm, this is which is fantastic news that the government is finally taking a stance on this because sleep is very very important. Now I sleep very very well and so do you, but I know that there are insomniacs. A lot of people I know insomniacs they can't sleep. They wake up in the night. They worry. They've got the anxieties of the world. They can't get to sleep. They, 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 it has links to obesity and cancer and heart disease. It's it's a terrible fucking. Now the government is telling you you have to sleep <laughs> for seven hours a night. It's gonna be much easier for them. Yeah. You wake up at three o'clock in the morning, full of worried about climate change and the children. You, the, you, if they're gonna have a future to grow up into, whether you've got enough money, whether you're wife loves you or not they, but then you remember oh shit i i i have this legally i have to be i must go to sleep there'll be a ring at the doorbell there'll be yes, the police exactly. the police will come around and say be a spook on your doorstep with a flashlight going is everybody asleep in here is everyone asleep, Get asleep. It's, yep it's going to be like those neighbors in campbell of boris johnson's who are listening to the thing for a row they're going to be phoning up i think johnson's awake, still I, awake. he's still awake he's, he's, still awake. he's, he's awake. making himself a milky drink and he's, he's still watching awake. television yeah. they are not obeying the seven hour a night is sleep it seven room. hours yeah that's my afternoon nap <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it gets seven out. Child's play. Oh, that's I mean, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. You, you... Uh, I thought you maybe t- turn this into a column. It could be a giantly sleep diary. Hilarious things that happen to you in the middle of the night that means you mean you don't get enough sleep. No, you're you're looking at me. Got up, had a wank, got back, didn't work. Got up, didn't had another work. one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, no, no. Had a hot drink. No, no. What? What? Hot Sorry, they won't use that anyway because you can't say. Yes. Can't admit to. No. You have to present the notion that you're, you're you're a happily married man, and why would you need to wank with all the sex you're having with your wife regularly? Um, so what's, what's the sleep diary? I feel so sorry for Ben at times like this. Yeah. He's, come in, he's come into our kitchen. He's got headphones on. He's, he's listening. To... He's not listening to us. He's got headphones on. He's listening to Iron Test Maiden so loud as he possibly yeah, can just... so that he can't hear me he's complaining. Walked, he's walked no. in into this miasma of just it's... shitty mood. I love it when you misuse a word. I mean, miasma. I mean, totally not a miasma. Is that not Miasma is, that not is a miasma? like where they used to think that diseases came from. It's kind of... It's kind of uh, yes, that of, describes the bad atmosphere in this house. It's just kind of wet, sticky, airy yes. type of miasma. Yes, miasma. That's what you mean. All right, fine. You know, that is, that is accurate. Okay, fuck sleep. sleep. No, no, sleep. tell no, me no. about the sleep diary. It might work. Your sleep... Well, it was just an idea. Again, no, it, again, I'm not, I'm not here to write your column for you, darling. I'm, I'm here to give you ideas. And when I, say, when I say darling, I mean, <laughs> I mean a different word. Um, my sleep diary. So, so I am going to... In order to be a good citizen, I am going to get my sleep diary and I'm going to follow tips and you can have sort of ludicrous... Sorry, that was was that knuckle. the sound of your knuckles cracking? It was Can disgusting. you please? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be that loud. It's revolting. Did you hear that through the cans? Yeah, that was yeah. disgusting. I'm like so a... sorry. Oh. I, think, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to hold a pen again. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just broke four knuckles. Good with any luck. Um, uh, and you can have uh, ludicrous sleep tips that we found. We found ludic- oh, God, no, ludicrous, the, story? So ludicrous the, the sleep tips. The Daily Telegraph. The... Because I've realised that for this podcast, I've been really just reading the Times because. It's important that I know what times we're reading. And I've been reading the Daily Mail because it's lovely to get just massive wrong shit to joke about. Yeah. Um, but the, but this story was in the Daily Telegraph and they uh, about the government uh, sleep directives. And then it had how to get a good night's kip, which it illustrated with a picture of some 
various different pictures of super hot girls. Of in very bed. pretty girls. But I yeah. can see what they're doing there. They're yeah. trying to put some pictures of super hot girls in there. It's and one an of old... them is drinking a mug of something with her long, slender, tanned fingernails <laughs> against a cushion. Just, and she's peeking up over the top of the mug. Coquettish. Thinking, Ooh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, 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 it's, oh, oh you've, you've caught oh, me in the middle early. of drinking a delicious drink. I was but, doing something naughty and, and now you're here. And now I get to be in the Daily Telegraph yes. in a piece for people of 95 years old who haven't <laughs> slept since the 70s. Um, drink banana tea is the top one. We've heard of chamomile, nighttime and other soporific blends, but banana tea is a lesser known but tasty sleep-inducing drink made by adding banana and its skin to boiling water with a touch of... F- I mean, fuck off properly. You're ridiculous. Did you ever... I bet Ben did. Did you ever smoke dried banana skins when, in the, when you were a kid and they didn't have... I was going to say when you were a kid and they didn't have weed. Of course, when I was a kid, they didn't really have weed. But when Ben was, they did. They had Thai sticks. Ben and stuff, all yeah, that shit t- going on. When I was a kid, mash. you couldn't really get weed much. Uh, but it, it, your boarding school. So anyway, we used to smoke, if not nutmeg, when then you... dried banana leaves. So they right. may not be... So the, 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 the Telegraph may be endorsing... Um, what are those called? Those drugs that aren't drugs that they have in prison? Oh, no, those the are drugs, C-bos. aren't they? No, no, where you get the best drugs yeah, is in prison. prison. No, whatever they're called, like fake drugs, synthetic drugs. Anyway, but not hmm. spend less time staring at a screen. Yeah, cheers. So basically stop reading the Telegraph online. Although the Telegraph is exclusively read by people in a newspaper, <laughs> not online. They don't even know what with it is. With huge tables so they can spread it out. Like, read rush, it with massive rush. telescope. And an enormous kind of parachute of a newspaper. Buy new pillows. We've heard of changing our mattress every few years, but did you know you should change your pillow every three years? This piece was brought to you by the National Pillow Company. (laughs) (laughs) Work out earlier in the day. Bear in mind, this is the Daily Telegraph telling its nonagenarian people. When they say work out earlier in the day, they mean cross the telly room on your walking frame a little bit earlier. If you, not that I'm being mean about old people, I did that last week. If you exercise within four hours of going to bed. (laughs) What? Did I say something? I'm glad you're laughing. It means our row didn't matter. Can you cut this laugh in with the earlier stuff to show if she loves me? Um, Work out her... Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the, the, the walking across the telly room. <laughs> you're so mean. You're so mean as <laughs> Jeremy Paxman said last week or the week before, and I wrote about it, that old people are the last people you can be mean about. I if know. Paxo says so. I said old people <laughs> are the last people you can be mean about. No, that's an old joke. I've done that before. <clears throat> oh, look at this. Work out earlier in the day. Anyway, if you exercise within four hours of going to bed, not only does it raise your body temperature and cause dehydration, but it also possesses, produces stress hormones called cortisol and norepinephrine. It's like stress is your favourite. made it up a lot. And made it up a lot of fiend. Stress hormones such as stressophene and... and stressy, stressy, stressy. And insomniophone, uh, which keep you alert. Oh, and then it says according to the times. This must be true. Anyway, uh, and you've got some fake sleep tips you've written down here. I have. You I completely have been... spoiled everything. You know... I ha- no, I have. I have spoiled the thing that we were going to do, but you could, I was, it, doing your sleep diary saying, I'm a good citizen, I'm going to get my seven hours of sleep a night, I'm going to follow these sleep tips, some of which are true and some of which are made up. Yeah, because what I was going to do was read you the Telegraph tips and then make and up I some and to... see if you could guess. See if I could guess. But you've written down some fake ones. I was Avoid trying to eating sp- I'm going to read them without having looked at them. Maybe they're... Avoid eating spicy food as the spice activates the adrenal glands and makes it harder to nod off. Funny, is that is not it? true? No, it's not true. I bet it is true. I made it up. You see, that's the thing. In I your attempt to be humorous, you've told the truth. I bet that's true. Spicy food must keep you awake. And it probably does. I literally made it up. Spend time with an animal. Research shows spending time petting or stroking an animal reduces tension and stress. And that's true. I know, but it's not. But 
but it's not like it's get, true. Yeah. You've attempted to write some funny spoof <laughs> things that make you go to sleep, and they're all true. They get if serious. I was writing this in the life and beauty, whatever it's called, section, which I'm sure there is one in the Times, which I read cover to cover the every body day. Body and soul. Body and soul. Body and soul. Literally worked there for four hundred years. <laughs> Sorry, for the body and soul section. This year, here comes another one. I bet. Say your prayers or any other mindful meditation for ten minutes before. That's true as well. <laughs> What's the I, fourth one? I don't, no, no, that one is ludicrous. Don't have lilies in your house. Some types of lily are lethal to cats. That's but did true. you know that all lily pollen contains bavarium sulfate, which is a mild amphetamine, which... Ra- I bet that... Well, It's not true. No, but it's, but it's so nearly true as to I not... Know. I know. Do you know, I'm not the Look at this one. one have sex with your husband before going to sleep. No, that's very innovating. That doesn't make good sleep. Not in your men, case. <laughs> it makes men fall asleep and it makes women not um, stay awake. That's true. If you go to sleep all secure in the knowledge, you don't have to do it for another month. Cut that out, Ben. No, leave it in. What's next? Uh, here's one. I noticed on a, in, a, in a small nib item. Um, a, a nib item, a news and brief item from the Times. Lucky you're not here. A postcard written by D.H. Lawrence to a friend in 1911. Sorry, I lived in. <laughs> a postcard written in 1911 by D.H. Lawrence. Uh, author of Lady Chatty's Lover and all that stuff, in which he describes the Derbyshire town of Shirebrook as hideous, is expected to fetch £250. So what did D.H. Lawrence write? He wrote, probably wrote Shirebrook, Shitebrook, more likely. <laughs> uh, what, where did he write it? Everyone thinks TripAdvisor is a modern phenomenon. Mm. Imagine TripAdvisor, which is just a load of, you know, where people just go on to vent their grievances. 108 years later, people are still paying good money for D.H. Lawrence's opinion. What if the great authors were on TripAdvisor? Yeah, well, we all okay. know, we already know what what's his face thought of Slough. He wanted to come friendly bombs and fall on Slough, said uh, P.H. Blunderfuck. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't J.V. Priestley, it was no, it John Betterman. Thank you. Uh, although P.H. Blunderfuck came later with his own version of any... Basically, you can make up any modernist English writer by putting two letters and a stupid word together. And William Wordsworth liked the Lake District, but maybe he was being paid to stay there. Maybe he was. Exactly. Um, one of those, one of those wandered lonely as a fake guy. reviews. A fake review. Fake review. From okay. William Wordsworth. I, I, came, I, wandered, I, I wandered lonely as a cloud, and all at once I saw a host of... Golden daffodils, but they weren't being very well looked after, and my tea was late. Um, come on, other what would other th- other ones that what would what's what's terrible? What, you know, trip advisors. Come on, help Charles me. Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens. Tom All Alone's very disappointing breakfast. Exactly. Well, Alfred Hitchcock. So Alfred Hitchcock, Bates Motel. <laughs> Terrific breakfast. <laughs> Bit noisy. Uh, service slow. Sound of cackling. What yep. does the old lady do? Oh, yeah, no, that's right. Sorry, no, the, the, what are we saying? Uh, <laughs> Terrific hotel, shower facilities a bit grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> no, this yeah, is good. Yes. No, this is fine. Dangerous in the, yeah, exactly. This is good, isn't it? This is good. Um, who wrote The Shining? Someone wrote, Stephen King wrote The Shining. Yep. Stephen King. Uh, hotel, corridors a bit long, and Lou door flimsy. <laughs> uh, sort of thing, you know, here's Johnny. Um, other famous writers, bit, bit, uh, Canterbury Tales. Um, so, so, so Canterbury, so it would be, um, what was the name of the pub that they start off in the oh Canterbury Tales? No, 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 don't Google it. The, the, the Merry Pony. No, come on, Ben, M-E-R-I. you know this. The pub in the, no, don't. Get, I'm not Googling the, it. At the Tabard in Southwark. Yeah, did I lie? There we go. It's the Tabard Inn in Southwark. Yes. Geoffrey Chaucer, great food, full of fucking pilgrims. Very I'm good. sorry there was so much preamble, but that's a top joke. Other, what other, other places of hostelries that have appeared in uh, Shakespeare, Henry IV, Part One. I know you've read that because you did it for A-level or O-level or something, or whatever they had by um, the GCSE. So it's the Boar's Head in Eastcheap. Um, uh, and, it's, and, and it's Mistress Quickly, isn't it? Mistress Quickly. Mistress Quickly. The Mistress Quickly was... Um, so, yeah, no, so... A bit um, slowly with the ale pie. Yes, Mistress Quickly. Not, not as... Not yeah. 
quickly by name. We put our hands on our hips in order to look like that's it. Mistress Which, slowly more mistress, like. Yeah. That's the kind of that's the kind of gag you get. On. My oysters and eels. Yes, exactly. Okay, and another one. One more. Come on, another one. What about the what about the Orient Express? Yes, exactly. A Christie. A Orient Christie. Express. Uh, dining car. Um, Covered in blood. Blah blah blah. Everyone dead. <laughs> um, uh, something biblical. Oh oh. Oh come on. The Belshazzar's in- feast. Is that it's Belshazzar, Belfazzar's feet? Is that the one when they write on the wall? Isn't that La- the one where, where he brings Naz- the head of yes, Salome, what? Salome, the daughter of Herod, yeah. asks for John the Baptist's head on a plate. Um, but she was only joking. Uh, joking serious. would be pushing it. Right. Uh, she's persuaded by her mother, who hates someone, someone else. else. To <laughs> I'm more of an Old Testament guy. But anyway, <laughs> so at this feast of somebody. I think it's Balthazar's Shazar's feast. There's also a feast in the Old Testament where there's writing on the wall. Is that the Old Is Testament? Is that the one where Jesus brings wa- Lazarus back to life? No, no that's he's the in- wedding feast. Although he does water in the wine at yes. the at the the wedding at Jesus' first miracle, and it's the wedding at help me, Christian. Cana. For fuck's sake, Cana, Cana, yeah, Cana. Cana. It's the wedding at Cana. Water turned in. Reviewed ridiculous markup on the water. On the water, yeah. great something, joke. Something, something, no. something, corkage. Giza turned up, turned water into wine. Yeah. Cheap Pinot Noir. BYO. Could it would be better in twenty Da-da-da-da, years. Corkage. Wine list shit. That's what it is. Wedding at Cana. Terrible wine list. Terrible wine list. <laughs> <laughs> All there was was this stuff that a beardy bloke said. This is wine. <laughs> You've been listening to Giles Corran Has No Idea with Giles Corran and Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Ben Mitchell. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to avoid ever missing an episode. And if you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to my column in the podcast description. Listener.